Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Good morning. Friday. Time to wrap up this week's conversation on the uh, father in his best and worst aspects as a mortal man, as a transcendent principle. Over these last couple of weeks exploring the mother and the father archetype and how they relate to us as as men, as, uh, as boys. I'm also sure that the women who are listening have been able to translate it to your unique experience. Uh, having explored this, it's time for me to come to some kind of completion. It's uh, I've given you a lot of truth bombs over these last couple of weeks. It's uh, maybe been triggering for a couple of you. And as I wrote on Facebook uh, today, I am not here to make people feel good. I'm here to have people challenge their frames so that they can be free. Now, from my own personal life, I shared, of course, about my my childhood in the first week of the podcast. In my first, uh, or in my personal life, early on, I only saw the uh, wounds and pains that I had contracted in relationship with my father. And so until I was, I don't know, 35 years old, something like that. I only really did work on the wounds and the pains that were in relationship with my dad. Because it's so much harder to see the wounds that are contracted in relationship with the uh, mother figure, um, mortal mother, transcendent mother. And as I had that realization in my own life, I started to see the culture that I live in, in a very new light. I started to see how easy it was to blame the father and how hard it was to blame the mother. So how easy it was to love the mother and how hard it was to love the father. And I started to really wonder about that. And then gradually over time, I saw as well how pretty much the majority of the men coming to reclaim me in the throne had a similar wiring was that they were hating on their dads and they were loving on their moms. But in that, they were stuck in the underworld. They were stuck in the womb. They were stuck in a regressive, infantilized, non-individuated frame of mind. And I realized that this was a symptom of a culture without initiation, where the elders of the tribe hadn't actually in a ritualized way, brought the young out of the bosom of the mother and brought them into a healthy, nurturing embrace of the father. And it became became very big for me. 
And I see today in our culture how there's almost a, a kind of policing on social media and uh, elsewhere around having, f- forcing people to get into their vulnerability. That if they are in their power, their strength, somehow they aren't trustable. At least I've experienced this quite a bit. And I know that in my own personal life, I've, I have had a tendency at times to bypass my vulnerability, to step into a, a power that wasn't fully embodied, that wasn't fully coming from a, uh, a heart place. I've done that at times, but I've done power cleanly a lot as well, while still having a, a pushback around not being vulnerable. And so I see this a lot. And I wonder why is it that we want people to be vulnerable so much? And why is it that there is an antipathy in the culture against power? Now, actually, I know this very well, and I've tried to explain this to you over these last days. This is, this is a shadow aspect of the mother archetype. That when, when the mother archetype collectively is getting possessive and doesn't want us to individuate out of her bosom, because then she will be lonely, then she will feel <clears throat> betrayed on some level then it's important that we don't find our power because it's in finding our power that we are individuated. And so this archetypal theme runs in the collective very powerfully right now, that there is a, there is a, a compulsion towards a kind of hive mind, a kind of herd mentality, where it's almost expected that we become sheep. And if we're not sheep, we're not well-respected, res- well moral citizens. We are rebels on some level, right? And and that is creating some kind of pushback by the, the hive mind. And so this is uh, what I want you to have your eye on in your own life and in culture as a whole. So I've explored with you the thesis in a, in a dialectical model, the thesis of being the, the father is, is good, the mother is bad. This has been pretty much the frame of Western culture for a couple of millennia, where nature itself has been seen as an enemy because it's been so unpredictable and that civilization was the answer that we can construct various barriers and boundaries against the volatility and the chaos of nature. And assuming that within the, the walled city that we're safe, but outside of the walled city is chaos and enemies and monsters and demons. This is really the frame of Western civilization. And of course, this is a very, very partial frame that is rife for various kinds of tyrannical abuses and destruction of the ecosystem, us, them thinking, so on and so forth. The antithesis then is that the father is bad and that the mother is good, which has become a conversation around why civilization is bad and why nature is good. And so there is a, there is a pushback against all of the sins of the fathers without really necessarily finding the true gifts of the mother. 
And so there is a shadow mother that is attacking the shadow father. And, and it's a, it's a peculiar, peculiar place to be as well. But what I've seen and which has been flabbergasted, has flabbergasted me is that actually the shadow mother and the shadow father have started to come together in the collective so that they are abetting each other in the form of uh, woke extractionist capitalism, for instance, where where corporations that are actually super destructive for the ecosystems and for human culture cloak themselves in woke uh, messaging and branding and marketing in order to give themselves a, a kind of um, virtue signaling, defensive um, narrative or a defensive rampart so that you can't really take them because they're they're woke like all of the corporations including the including big tech but also various corporations like the most monsanto and all of these horrible companies that have seemingly no regard for human life whatsoever they are doing much the same thing and so there's been a coming together of, of the shadow of the extractionist masculine and the manipulative, <clears throat> regressive feminine in woke capitalism. And actually that signals a time of reunification. Because this is unprecedented in, in, in my understanding that the shadow masculine, the shadow feminine, the shadow father and the shadow mother <clears throat> have come together, excuse me, It's quite unprecedented that this has happened. <clears throat> and so what is bound to happen next is that we will be exposed to the shadow of that marriage so that we can discover the unification of the healthy father and the healthy mother. And this is at the root of all of the work that we've been doing inside of Reclaiming a Throne for many years is that we're taking the men on a mythological journey towards the ultimate destination of having an imprint internally of the coming together of the benevolent masculine principle, the good father, the good king, and the benevolent feminine principle, uh, the, the good mother, the good queen. And that in, in having that mythological narrative and surrounding the image of the divine child, we, we move into a new kind of conception of the Holy Trinity. Because in Christianity, you have the Father, you have the Son and the Holy Spirit. And where is the mother in that? I mean, it's an incomplete picture. Maybe you could argue that the Holy Spirit is feminine, that there is a kind of flow, the kind of truth, um, it's, it's, there's there's a force inside of the Holy Holy Spirit, somehow related to to breath, somehow related to flow, somehow related to something that feels feminine. I don't know. I haven't I haven't done a lot of studies on this particular idea, but in this moment that makes sense to me. But at the same time, where is the mother? Okay, so we have Mother Mary, and that is so central to Catholicism, which. I would argue it makes Catholicism slightly more complete in its sort of archetypal makeup than 
Protestantism, for instance. But at the same time, it's not really there in the Trinity as such. And so reclaiming the throne, we operate with the Trinity of the mother, the father, or the, the queen, the king, and the divine child. Now, that is the new Holy Trinity. And I believe currently that we are on a on an inevitable journey, on a, on a train that drives straight through the land of monsters and shadows and tyranny and despair so that we can see through the dark into the benevolent sacred marriage giving rise to the newborn divine child. And that this is where we all ultimately are going. And so right now, as the, as the shadow feminine is attacking the shadow masculine, and the shadow masculine is attacking the shadow feminine. So, and, and these, uh, with these two having attacked each other now, and, and then finally this weirdness of the shadow masculine and shadow feminine coming together in culture, we, we see all of these things for a purpose. And if you don't see both sides, then you're kind of screwed because then there won't be the grounds for synthesis don't yet exist for you or for anyone that don't aren't able to see the shadow masculine and the shadow feminine because it's in identifying the shadow that we are identifying the power. So when you identify the shadow masculine in yourself and you embrace it as your own, you start to reclaim your power. And when women embrace the shadow feminine in themselves, then they get to start embracing their genuine feminine power. And this, of course, to a lesser extent, happens inside of men as well, that we need to embrace the shadow feminine and uh, women need to embrace the shadow masculine. So this is, the, this is the process of facing the shadow, facing the dark, bringing it into the light so that we get to constellate the ground circumstances for a new and better human culture where the generative king, the nurturing queen and the divine child come together heralding the coming of a new and more humane culture, a new and more generative, loving, just culture. And we are literally going through the death throes of the polarization that has been plaguing humanity for millennia. And right now we need to get through the period of exposing the feminine shadow and then we are ready to embrace feminine power fully. And then we're ready to embrace masculine power fully. And then a new world will emerge. So that is the vision. And I'm sitting with archetypes today. I wanted to do this in a more peaceful way inside. And the, the beautiful, beautiful morning sun is shining in through the living room window and, um, giving me an internal feeling of grace. I believe that this is inevitable, my friend. We all need to take part in the process of revelation and of reintegration of our power of becoming sovereign. 
having a real conversation about the things that we don't dare normally. Cancel culture is shadow feminine. And so the bright empowered masculine needs to stand up and, and stand for truth. That is part of this next uh, layer of evolution. We need to do that. And that's why I'm doing this. I bring my discerning masculine to teasing apart the structures of the collective right now. And I've been bombing you with that for the last two weeks. And you've had so much to chew on. And really, really take this to heart. Two weeks of exposing the the shadow masculine, the shadow feminine, the shadow father, the shadow mother, but also the benevolent generative versions. This is the work. I've given you a lot of value and I hope you take it to heart. And I hope that you have a great weekend. And I hope that you get the same beautiful sunshine that I'm getting today and that you have an experience of grace, an experience of hope that it's possible to move through to this new and better human culture. Thank you for listening. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm so grateful that you're here and I'll speak to you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.